0: This is a little piece I wrote for a story-sharing night last year that I thought would be relevant to share here as well. I'm seven, maybe eight. My mother's friend Malthianti is over, a quick chai visit for the afternoon. I sit on the green leather sofa, sometimes too cold on the skin of my shorts-clad legs, across from her, as she sips meticulously and peers at me from over her tea. She the color of her father, she calls to my mother, Who is preparing snacks in the kitchen my father in stark contrast to my mother is very dark-skinned the color of mud after a summer's rain my mother more like the desert sand what did she look like as a child well she was fair light-skinned my mother tells her don't worry she'll return to her original coloring as she gets older I look at the dark brown skin on my arms and feel a tightness in my chest and in my throat as shame floods my being. Fifteen years later, my best friend Ungbean tells me that she used to go swimming almost every day during Philadelphia's sticky hot summers as a kid, until one day her mother took one look at her and forbade her to go to the pool anymore. You're starting to look like a little black girl, she said. A family member tells me over the weekend that she's worried about going to Miami for her friend's bachelorette party in June. I'm going to look so black in wedding photos. It is no wonder my community is so anti-black that so many of us perpetuate the very stereotypes and narratives that led to the deaths of Trayvon Martin, Sandra Bland, Eric Garner, Tanisha Anderson, and so, so many more. Several months ago, when a 57-year-old Indian man visiting his son from India was slammed to the ground by cops in Madison, Alabama, and left partially paralyzed after a neighbor reported a suspicious-looking, skinny black man walking in the neighborhood, some of the Indian-American and Indian community's response was not, no one should be a victim of police brutality, but hey, he wasn't black. How can we love others, including the color of their skin, when we cannot love our own, when the hatred we hold toward ourselves gets projected onto others, when we continue to play into the hands of white supremacy, still alive and well in this country, in this world, and in ourselves. We must radically love ourselves. We must decolonize our minds, our bodies, and our spirits in order to do the work of standing in solidarity with communities of color of building a world that is open and liberating and filled with possibility, not only for ourselves, but for the unborn, for those who are yet to come.